Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. I pray that everyone listening would open their hearts to receive everything you have in store for them in this particular podcast. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverbs 7, beginning in verse 1. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live, and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your nearest kin, that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. For at the window of my house I looked through my lattice, and saw among the simple, I perceived among the youths, a young man devoid of understanding." passing along the street near her corner, and he took the path to her house. In the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night, and there a woman met him, with the attire of a harlot and a crafty heart. She was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay at home. At times she was outside, at times in the open square, lurking at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him. With an impudent face, she said to him, I have peace offerings with me. Today I have paid my vows. So I came out to meet you, diligently to seek your face, and I have found you. I have spread my bed with tapestry, colored coverings of Egyptian linen, I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. For my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He has taken a bag of money with him and will come home on the appointed day. With her enticing speech, She caused him to yield. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. Immediately he went after her as an ox goes to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks, till an arrow struck his liver. As a bird hastens to the snare, he did not know it would cost his life. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths, for she has cast down many wounded, and all who were slain by her were strong men. Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. Friends, today I'd like to key in on verses 1 
through 4. And Proverbs 7, verses 1 through 4, tell us this. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live, and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your next of kin. Friends, before we close today's podcast, I will go back and talk about each of those verses individually. But what I'd like to do now is continue our study in the book of Job. Today we'll be taking an in-depth look at chapter 20. And in chapter 20, one of Job's friends, Zophar, is basically confronting Job. And his discourse is primarily about the wicked man. And almost the entire chapter talks about the wicked man. Now, before we get into the wicked man, I'd like to remind you of Proverb 6, which we did yesterday. And here they're talking about the wicked man, verses 12 through 15. So if you could make reference to those, Proverb 6, verses 12 through 15, and at your leisure, take a look at those. But let's begin chapter 20, beginning in verse 1. Then Zophar the Namathite answered and said, Therefore my anxious thoughts make me answer, because of the turmoil within me. I have heard the rebuke that reproaches me, and the spirit of my understanding causes me to answer. Do you not know this of old, since man was placed on earth, that the triumphing of the wicked is short, and the joy of the hypocrite is but for a moment? Friends, the first point I'd like to bring up is Zophar confronts Job's confidence. Now, I'm going to go back to yesterday's podcast. And yesterday, we went over chapter 19. And if you did not get a chance to listen to yesterday's podcast, I invite you to take a listen to that. I think it might make a little bit more sense today what we're talking about if you did do that. But I'm just going to just refresh your memory in case you didn't listen to that. And in chapter 19, verse 25, Job makes the declaration, For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. Friends, I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible, and what I'd like to do is go over the commentary in chapter 20 over verses 4 and 5. And it says, So far confronts Job's confidence statement in chapter 19, verse 25, with a sarcastic rebuke. Since Job supposedly knew so much about his Redeemer, 
Surely he knew the wisdom teaching that the wicked prosper only for a short time. So the second point that basically coincides with the first point is that the wicked will be judged. So what I'd like to do is finish the rest of the chapter, and we're going to go beginning in verse 6, and then I'm going to give a bit more commentary. Though his haughtiness mounts up to the heavens, and here we are referring to the wicked man, and his head reaches to the clouds, yet he will perish forever like his own refuse. Those who have seen him will say, Where is he? He will fly away like a dream and not be found. Yes, he will be chased away like a vision of the night. The eye that saw him will see him no more, nor will his place behold him anymore. His children will seek the favor of the poor and his hands will restore his wealth. His bones are full of his youthful vigor, but it will lie down with him in the dust. Though evil is sweet in his mouth, and he hides it under his tongue, though he spares it and does not forsake it, but still keeps it in his mouth, yet His food in his stomach turns sour. It becomes cobra venom within him. He swallows down riches and vomits them up again. God casts them out of his belly. He will suck the poison of cobras. The viper's tongue will slay him. He will not see the streams the rivers flowing with honey and cream. He will restore that for which he labored and will not swallow it down. From the proceeds of business, he will get no enjoyment, for he has oppressed and forsaken the poor. He has violently seized a house which he did not build. Because he knows no quietness in his heart, He will not save anything he desires. Nothing is left for him to eat. Therefore, his well-being will not last. In his self-sufficiency, he will be in distress. Every hand of misery will come against him. When he is about to fill his stomach, God will cast on him the fury of his wrath, and will rain it on him while he is eating. He will flee from the iron weapon. A bronze bow will pierce him through. It is drawn and comes out of the body. Yes, the glittering point comes out of his gall. Terrors come upon him. Total darkness is reserved for his treasures. An unfanned fire will consume him. It shall go ill with him who is left in his tent. The heavens will reveal his iniquity, and the earth 
will rise up against him. Friends, the third point I'd like to bring up is that we are to put our trust in God. Let's go to verse 28. The increase of his house will depart and his goods will flow away in the day of his wrath. This is the portion from God for a wicked man, the heritage appointed to him by God. What I'd like to do is go over the commentary for chapter 20, verse 29. It says, in this summary verdict, Zophar suggests that it is not too late for Job to repent. God would have no clemency for such a wicked person. Now, friends, before we close, what I'd like to do is go back to our verses of today's proverb, Proverbs 7, and listen to verses 1 through 4 again. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live, and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your nearest kin. Friends, if we avoid evil, if we put our trust in the living God, things will go better in our life. Zophar, in the discourse of chapter 20 of the book of Job, talks about if you are an evil person or if you have relationship with an evil person. And friends, what I'd like to remind you of once again, and I often speak of this on my podcast, be careful with the company you keep. I heard a saying once is that you are going to become like the three to five people that you have the most time and spend the most time with. So if you are spending with people who are godly, wise people, you are going to tend to become like them. Conversely, if you are consorting with people that do not act as though they know God, God is not a part of their lives. And if they're doing things that you know you should not be doing, and yet you agree with them, you don't try to correct your friends when you see them doing stuff like that, Friends, if you do not confront people like that, it's like you are acknowledging that what they are doing is okay. Now, you're not physically or, or actually speaking that, that, hey, it's okay. But by not confronting them and asking them about it, you're basically agreeing that it must be okay that what they're doing. So, friends, we need to be careful. 
the friends we keep, the things that we allow our hearts to encounter, the things we read, the things we look at, we always need to be mindful of what we are allowing our eyes and our ears to hear. Because as it says in Proverb 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Friends, whatever gets into your heart is going to become the way that you think. And the way that you think, you act and live according to what is in your heart. So keep your heart pure. Friends, my call to action today is very simple. Are you treasuring the commands within you? Are you keeping the commands of God in your everyday life? Are you reading Scripture on a regular basis? And if not, friends, I invite you to listen to podcasts such as mine. Listen and hear the Word of God. Open the Scriptures for yourselves. Look at it. Ingest it. Read it. Meditate on it. And I believe and declare that your life will begin to change immediately. It will, because the Bible tells us that we are to renew our minds. And as we get into the book of Scripture, as we read Scripture over and over and over again, our faith is going to increase. And as our faith increases, we are drawing closer to God. The Bible tells us, draw nigh unto me, and I will draw nigh unto you. Friends, a suggested scripture reading today is to reread our proverb of the day, Proverbs 7, in its entirety. And I also invite you to reread our chapter of the day, Job chapter 20. I believe it will be a blessing to you. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross and were buried. And the third day you rose from the dead. By doing that, all of my sins have been forgiven. Jesus, thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I ask that you come in and lead me and guide me as I navigate this everyday life. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you said that prayer, please reach out to me on my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. Click on the contact tab. Let me know you said that prayer, and I want to rejoice with you. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you 
and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we close out the week with Wisdom Today.